Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be By Design. Today we have a guest, okay, not your normal guest, but for those who live in the country on some sort of ranch with animals, one of those guests. There is a rooster hanging outside my window today, so if you hear him, I call him Hey Hey. He looks like Hey Hey, Um, and he's been just hanging out outside the window. So if you hear him today, just say hello to him as you're driving down the road, listening to this podcast um, or doing dishes or whatever you are doing while you listen or watch. Today, I have a really good one. I'm excited to talk about this because I feel like a lot of people deal with this and we are talking about the root of fatigue. How many people have felt extremely exhausted. Moms, see, there he is. Um, Moms especially. But today we're going to get down to the root of it, of how you can manage and see like where this is showing up for you and how you can kind of become more aware of it. So We are talking about the root center. Now, if you're looking at your chart, it is the square at the very bottom of the human design chart. And this is the center for adrenaline energy, stress, and also getting shit done. Okay, so if your chart has that center colored in, it's brown or tan probably, it's going to be defined. And if that center is white, uncolored, it is open or undefined. So a defined root center can really handle a lot of stress and pressure reasonably well. And it also has this natural kind of energy pulse that is sometimes on and sometimes off. And when your energy is on, it's a great time to just get stuff done, right? Just you can hammer it out. You can get it done. When it's off, obey your pulse as much as possible and take it easy or rest completely. And when your energy turns, which it will, you'll once again feel like getting things done and doing things. But becoming aware of this on and off pulse is going to be freaking magic for you. So an open root center, I have an open root center and it takes some adrenaline energy. It it takes in this adrenaline energy and it amplifies it. So you can feel under tremendous pressure to get things done. So you might have like this never ending to-do list and never feel free because you never get it all done. 
and you may rush through tasks just to get it out from under the pressure. Like you have this huge list and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to get all of this done. And you just can't seem to get to the end of your list. So your freedom and wisdom is really going to come when you recognize that it's just energy, that the pressure is usually self-imposed, okay, from you, and therefore it can be negotiated. You get to negotiate that, and that's possible for you. It's even desirable, right, just to be free. Even when you still have things to do on your list, it's okay. You're going to function better when you manage the stress and pressure in your life, and this was something that showed up for me before I knew about human design and all of this. It was like, I feel like I can never get things done. Like I would question if I was lazy, I would question like, what's the matter with me? Like I can't just get things done. (laughs) So it takes that adrenaline, right. To, to amplify, it takes that pressure to kind of amplify things. The root pulls a double duty here. But this time it's a pressure center and a motor center. And this center is both the gasoline and the engine. So it's going to put pressure on it and then get moving. So the pressure center is the gasoline. The motor obviously is the engine. And I'm still sipping my coffee, by the way, this morning. So if you, if you. I sip, you sip, we all sip kind of thing. Okay, so the root center works in conjunction with our head crown center and the throat center. Even though they're not close to each other, the the ideas and inspiration that come through the head and crown center, where they're pushed down through our other centers until they trigger the root center. So it's like this energy flows kind of from top to bottom. And at the root center, the key is turned and the engine revs up. It's pushing that pressure and energy up to our throat so we can act on and engage with this idea on the physical plane. Okay. So like I said, there's no direct route. I mean, there's no direct route, I guess, from the root to the throat. Okay. That would be way too intense for our systems to handle. Instead, that energy heading to the throat from the root is processed through and tempered by the spleen, the sacral, and emotional solar plexus centers on its way up, which absolutely impacts what comes out when it reaches the throat, okay? So to to go back over all of that, if you have like this inspiration comes through the crown, right? And that's also a pressure center. So you get this inspiration, you get these ideas, and then it gets pushed down to the root and the root's like, okay, we got it. Now go make it happen and sends it back up to the throat, but it's got to go through one of those other centers. It has to go through the spleen, the sacral, or the emotional solar plexus to get there. And once it goes through that center, it's almost transmuted into what's actually going to come out and what's going to manifest. Okay, so in its resting state, the root center is all about this grounding and stillness and joy. And this center, this center's energy doesn't come in waves. Like the emotional energy in the solar plexus center comes in waves. The root center comes in pulses. 
And once it's triggered by this inspirational pressure from the head or crown center, it starts pulsing out waves. So there's a thing here with the root center that's this eustress versus de-stress, okay? Because we know that the pressure, that this root center is a pressure center and we know that it's our stress center. Eustress yeah. is good stress, okay? Some stress is good in our lives. We need some stress to push us on and to kind of get that engine revved up. Stress is a good thing, but there's a difference between good stress and bad stress. So we demonize stress so much because societally we have way too much stress, right? We, especially now versus when I was a kid, like social media, the news, all of this polarizing information, so much freaking stress. And a lot of us have a profound excess of the detrimental kinds of chronic stress, which is the distress, like illness, financial insecurity, toxic work environments. Again, the news and social media, all of these inputs, okay? Chronic stress. We all have a lot of it. However, we do need that good stress, a little bit of stress in our lives to kind of give us that push, okay? It pushes us forward and compels us to create and innovate and, and change and, and do things. And when we have just the right amount of positive stress, of this you stress, good stress, we're going to feel energized and alive and joyful, okay? And this you stress, this good stress, it's created by the kind of challenges that are just above our skill level that require us to grow, okay? Growth is never comfortable. And I could talk about this all day long. Growth is not comfortable. It provides stress because we don't know what the outcome is going to be. You have to push yourself. You have to um, learn something new or you have to go just above that skill level, right? A demanding yet supportive job that we enjoy is good stress. It's you stress. Um, you know, I could use example of work. Like I get something in that I haven't seen in a while and I have to start. Let's say um, I'm trying to use an example without being too specific. Um, okay, so say I get like a pelvic mass in. And I'm. I'm trying not to, I want to use a real patient, but not a real patient. <laughs> so say I get a pelvic mass and it looks really funky and I'm like, okay, something's going on here, but I don't really know what it is. And I start getting stressed out because I want to make sure that I'm taking all the right pictures that the doctors need so that this patient is going to get the proper care and the proper support that they need to heal and be well. So that is good stress because that's pushing me to make sure that I'm doing all the right things. It's giving my blood pressure up. It's like making me think a little bit faster um, to do all the things that I need to do to make sure this patient gets the proper care, okay? Things like that. Um, you'll know whether an aspect of your life is providing good stress or bad stress by how it makes you feel. Now, if you walk in the door of work and you're just like, I can't stand to be here. I hate this place. I don't like anybody I'm working with. 
uh, I, I don't even want to see my boss because he's an a-hole. Like if that, if that's how you feel when you walk in, that is not good stress. Okay. If you're exhausted and frazzled and you have these heart palpitations, when you just pull in the parking lot, turn around and go home. <laughs> that's not good. So when we're under this pressure, right, we have this pressure center. And if we engage in these behaviors to run from stress or suppress it, to push it down and ignore it, procrastination, drinking the bottle of wine, uh, that pressure is going to build up in our root center. If we don't have a consistent way of releasing the stress, this excess pressure results in a variety of ailments from depression, insomnia, adrenal fatigue, all of these things, okay? Um, I do actually have, shameless plug here, I have a whole program about ailments that come from being out of alignment in your human design. And I will post that in the show notes. Um, you can get just this root center if this is something that's coming up for you. Um, or you can get the whole program together, which is all nine centers. But we talk about this in the adrenal glands and how they are severely affected. But moving on, no matter whether, whether you have a defined or undefined root, most of us probably benefit from finding ways to release stress, right? Regular exercise, like running, going for walks. This is something, regular exercise that you enjoy is absolutely critical for clearing stress from our systems. Exercise isn't even always about losing weight, right? It's about clearing stress. It's about moving our body, growing our muscles, like so many different things. But especially even if you don't understand the amount of stress that you're dealing with because you're so good at coping or running from or suppressing, it's there unless you do something to physically move it out. Biologically, again, the root center is associated with our adrenal glands. These are little, little glands that sit above your kidneys on both sides. And this holds our, it's a Basically, um, it holds, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, hormones. Okay, thank you. Hello. Holds hormones that are released. So adrenaline, epinephrine, norepinephrine, um, and it processes stress. So there are nine characteristics that are actually associated with this center, and we're going to go through them all. And I even went as far as to look up definitions of them, not because I didn't think we know what they are, but I want to just make it clear that these characteristics are held within this root center. So it has a variety of different things that can make you kind of feel or the way it can show up for you. So the first one is ambition. And this is really, we know what ambition is, right? It's an earnest desire for some type of achievement or distinction as power, honor, fame, or wealth. And the willingness to strive for its attainment. This is a center that ambition comes from. Like, this is the thing that makes you push on in life to get where you want to go. Achievement. Attainment. The second one is joyfulness. And uh, we all know what joyfulness is too, but it's this full of joy. 
as a person or one's heart, glad, delighted. Joyfulness sits within our root center. Why would we want to suppress joyfulness with too much stress? Stillness, silence, quiet, the absence of motion. I don't know about y'all, but I'm a mom. I have two kids. I mean, you, you probably know this about me. Um, I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old at this point in time. And silence, what? What is that? Absence of motion? I have a generator and a manifesting generator for children. What is the absence of motion? We are always so busy moving and doing that we forget about stillness. Sometimes it's hard. I used to not even be able to be in a house that was quiet pretty much until I had kids. And now I don't turn the TV on. I most of the time don't turn music on. I love the quiet and I used to hate it. But we have to find this. This is part of this center. Whether your your center is open, defined or undefined, these, these things all lie within the center contentiousness. Okay. This is causing, involving, or characterized by argument or controversy. What? I'm not contentious, but this lives within the center, kind of creating this, this controversy, creating this space, right? Um, that's what gets your adrenaline. That's what gets it pressure. That's what gets it pumping restlessness. Okay. The absence of stillness is restlessness. The inability to remain still or at rest. Discontent or dissatisfaction that drives one to keep looking for solutions, alternatives, or new things. So not only can we be restless with our body, we can be restless with where we are in life. We can be restless with our career or our relationships or any of it. You're always looking for something else, not being satisfied, not being content. Then there's limitation, a limiting condition, restrictive weakness, lack of capacity, inability or handicap, something that limits a limit or bound restriction. Limitation lives here and neediness, a condition of want or need, this poverty ended indigence. So feeling pressure to always do more, have more, be more. There's also this provocation. Provocation, it's the act of provoking, okay? Something that incites or instigates, irritates, (laughs) provoking things. That's not always bad, right? I mean, you could take that to a level of being annoying and irritating. But also it's that poke. It's that you're able to put pressure on other people to get things done. And also imagination. This is the the faculty of imagination or of forming mental images or concepts of what is not actually present to the senses, right? Thinking outside the box. The action or process of forming images or concepts. That's there. So. Some of the things we want to watch out for, this pre- the pressure from the center is meant to go up and out through the throat, okay? 
up and out through their throat where it manifests into making things happen. It's the pressure to get shit done. It's the pressure to go. Okay. It is not meant to be turned inwards on ourselves. The pressure is not meant to stay within ourselves. The pressure is meant to get out. Physically pushing ourselves too hard can cause this burnout, okay? Can cause stress-related illnesses and a host of health problems. I've said this before and I will say it a million times over. Stress kills. Period. End of story. I'm done. Mic drop. Let me have a sip of coffee. Stress kills. Period. So. If you are turning this root center inward on yourself, if you're stuffing, if you're drinking it away, if you're not dealing with it, if you're not letting it out, burnout, the root of fatigue, stress-related illness. How, how well do you feel? How, how much stuff can you get done when you don't feel good? Okay. If your root is undefined, you're amongst about 40% of the population. So I, again, I'm undefined root. We like to do things at our own pace, in our own way, and at our own time. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Jesus. Yes. Um, this, the problem is when we connect with the go, go, go of the outside world, and we feel pressured to perform in a way that leaves us feeling stressed and overwhelmed. If you live with somebody who has a root center defined and you feel like you have to keep up constantly, or if you just feel the pressure from the outside world that says you should be farther along in life, or um, why aren't you doing this? Or why aren't you doing that? Or, you know, something like that. <laughs> oh, I can't even say what I was just thinking. That's too bad. Okay. Um, Anyways, if you're feeling stressed from the outside world, the lesson of this center is to be wise about which stresses are externally sourced and which ones are your own, okay? This is going to be amazing for you. When you know, I was trying to look, um, my husband also has an open, I couldn't remember if he had an open route or not. But um, my kids have defined roots. So again, the lesson of the center is going to be wise about where the stress is coming from. So most people with this center open operate completely without this awareness. And they just spend their lives kind of responding to all the stress that comes in. And it allows that pressure to drive them. But once you respond to one stressor, another one's going to take over. There, there are always ways to work with the center to harness that energy for good rather than letting it push you back down the hill with the big boulder rolling after you. Totally Indiana Jones, right? Anyone ever been to Disneyland on the Indiana Jones ride? That's what it's going to feel like. <laughs> so unlike the defined centers, we, have, we don't have a consistent access to the energy that's provided by the defined route. This center is going to take in energy from other places, other people, and amplify it. 
So they will feel more pressure than someone with the defined root center because it doesn't belong to them. It's coming from outside of them and they don't necessarily understand where it's coming from. So some classic examples of an undefined center trying to act as a defined root, okay? These are your like not self themes. Being in a hurry to get things to relieve yourself of pressure. Finding ways to do things faster so that you can be free from the pressure. Starting something new, anyone else? Starting something new so that you are perceived as always doing something. Struggling to sit and do nothing. Like you feel like you have to constantly be doing something so that you feel like something is getting done. And needing to be needed. I don't know about y'all, but when I'm not in alignment, <laughs> at least two of those things show up. Like you just try to get things done to get out of the pressure. And before I fell into my alignment, especially with my root center, knowing that I'm okay to, to just be quiet and still, I was constantly doing stuff, yet I never felt like I was getting anything done. Now I take breaks in between, I plan it out my day, and I'm okay not doing sometimes. I have plenty to do. But you have to be perceived as always doing something. That's also another coping mechanism where you don't want to deal with things, so you just keep yourself busy instead of actually dealing with the things that need to be dealt with. But that's another story. It's interesting here because as an undefined root center, I feel very conscious if I'm not busy, okay? I feel the need to be doing something. And the modern world that we live in, um, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, it's all about the hustle, right? Like, I have a sign. I thought I had a sign up here. It was like, I might have got rid of it because... I don't feel a drive to hustle anymore. I think to become good at something or to do something well, work hard, you know, and time dedication is really important. But if you have an undefined root center, you better just take that timer off because that ain't happening. On the flip side of this, I also think it's important to take time to relax and recharge, okay, so that the work we do is done efficiently and well. Trying to fill your time unnecessarily just to appear busy isn't beneficial. It's not helping you. It's not getting your business farther. But it's common for those with an undefined center to do this, especially if you're working with coaches or people or you're following things that say just hustle, hustle, hustle. I mean, that's what they're pushing. Show up and work hard. Do all the things, all the things all the time. Yeah, that might work if you have a defined route. But if you're undefined and you feel the need to go, go, go all the time, I would recommend taking some time to go back over your strategy and authority so that you can live from this energetic point of view that is free from the not self pressures. That's free from pressure from other people telling you how to do things, when to do it. Practice identifying which pressure is external and which belongs to you. If the pressure is coming from someone else, which most likely it will be, Remind yourself that this pressure I feel is not my own. It's okay to meditate. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Just take a step back 
Sit in the seat of conscious awareness and watch the feeling without engaging with it. Breathe. Breathe. Meditation and breath work is so good for the root center. Being still. Don't commit to things that are outside your integrity and use your strategy and the guidance of your authority before you say yes to things, before you enter commitments. Set your terms and your timeline. Give yourself a longer runway than you think you need. Try to break larger tasks down into component parts and meet goals on your own terms. Okay, there are dangers that come with working against and not working with this energy. So think about, again, these health problems, chronic fatigue, panic disorder. I swear to you, uh, anxiety, depression comes from this center. Struggle with focus, hyperactivity, ADHD, it's root. It's all root. Call it what you want. Tell me I'm crazy. It all comes from the root center, period. Okay, I'll get off my high horse. You might have gotten so used to operating under this pressure that you find ways, like you seek out ways to stimulate that adrenal response on the reg. Okay, maybe through caffeine addiction, taking on too many, too ambitious of a deadline or workload, like you, you need that adrenaline rush, right? Because you're so used to it. Or through this serial procrastination, you may need that pressure to build up by procrastinating. You use that pressure, that adrenaline to get things done. The goal of working with this center is to develop the skills necessary to navigate your own response to external stressors in a way that you're harnessing and not working against the pressure. Use it. Work smarter, not harder. Use it for you. If your root is defined, okay, that's undefined. If your root is defined, you're a part of 60% of the population that takes in energy from the world and puts it out in a consistent way. You work really well under pressure, and it's like you have energy stored away so that you're ready to jump in with any call to action because this person is more grounded. They can also decide whether the call to action is necessary or not so that they don't overwork themselves. Excuse me. If you have this center defined, it's you have this fixed way of processing adrenaline and stress. And how is determined by which channels are active between this center and your sacral center. So there are three channels between the two centers: the 952, the channel of concentration, 4253, the channel of mat maturation. Mat maturation. That's a weird word. And the 360, the channel of mutation. Depending on which of these centers and gates are activated for you, you can operate with stress in a way that is logical and focused, okay? That's the 952. You can operate in a way that's cyclical and developmental. That's the 4253. Or you can operate very unpredictable and changeable, the 360, okay? So an easier way to look at this is that we have these natural cycles of access to that adrenaline energy. And when you're somewhat immune to external stressors, though they can still seep in through the un, you know, open undefined centers, um, the goal with the center is to learn how your natural adre 
adrenal energy cycle and stress response works and then work with it, not against it. So one of the bonuses of having the center closed is that you get to be the spark that lights the fire. Okay. And you are so awesome at getting people and things and projects launched. When you're in this flow, working with the energy of the center, you can also find your calm in the chaos around you. And you're super adept to handling stressful situations and crazy amounts of pressure. That's who you are. So your challenge, your challenge comes when you get those pulses of energy to act, uh, that the drive comes from within, okay? And if you don't have somewhere to funnel and direct that energy, you're going to get restless and you can't, you can't sit still. Like you just have to get that energy out. But just because something triggers you to act doesn't necessarily mean that you should act. Just like the undefined center, people with undefined center, you need to really honor your type strategy and authority to make sure you're acting with integrity when you take on projects or decide to act because you too can burn the F out. If you're not careful and you take on too much work, that's not meant for your center. Some of the same tools apply that work for those with that center open or undefined, okay? Timeline management is crucial. Just because you can crush to-do lists and finish all the things doesn't mean that you should. Working that, like, slowly moving it up or working constantly is going to cause you to crash. So you need to make sure you're setting your own reasonable timetables. You need to make sure you're giving yourself enough time to get things done and you're not stacking everything with others because not everyone is designed to go, go, go like you are when it comes to completing tasks or getting stuff done. <clears throat> so we need to be aware that your stress energy is taken on by others and you should periodically kind of check yourself and make sure you're not setting up unreasonable expectations for those that you work with or that you're leading or guiding, okay? <clears throat> so let's talk about what this misalignment could possibly be doing to our body. Again, I have a whole thing on this, but I want to just point out that adrenal fatigue was coined in 1998 by James Wilson. He's a PhD, a naturopath, and an expert in alternative medicine. So there's this really, it's a syndrome, right? Because there's a group of related signs and symptoms. That's a syndrome. And that results when the adrenal glands function below the necessary level that they're supposed to be at. And it's usually associated with intense stress and often follows chronic infections like flu, pneumonia, bronchitis, all of these other things. Coronavirus. Okay. I don't even want to say that but that's where we're at. Um, he says that people, people may not have physical signs of illness, but you could still feel tired and have this fatigue that doesn't get better with sleep. could also be craving salty snacks. So the theory behind this, okay, is that your body's immune system responds by revving up when you're under stress. Okay. Your adrenal glands, which we talked about their little glands above your kidneys, they respond to stress by releasing those hormones, cortisol, adrenaline. And these hormones are your fight or flight response. So they increase your blood pressure and your heart rate. So if you have long-term stress, okay, like 
the state of the world, possibly losing your job or um, wondering if you're going to get sick or worrying about getting the vax or whatever it is, okay? A death in the family, like your adrenal glands burn out from this prolonged production of cortisol. That's when adrenal fatigue sets in. There's no test, the blood test can't detect, you know, what it is usually. They can run your, um, they can run your cortisol levels, but the suggested treatment for this is really a diet and low sugar, caffeine, low junk food. You can do supplements to help this. Um, but there's really no science, they say, to back it up. It just says it's not real, but because the symptoms are so general, it can have many different things. But we have adrenal, adrenal fatigue as four stages, okay, on the path of this adrenal exhaustion. So during these four stages, our hormones and neurotransmitters can have levels that drastically fluctuate. So in each stage of this fatigue, there's a combination of stress hormones and symptoms, okay? So the stage one is alarm alert. This is the stage that our body has immediate reaction to this stressor, okay? Um, and that stress can be anything. During the first stage, uh, it creates, you know, the, the hormones that we need to respond and if lab tests were given in this first stage, it could show elevated levels of adrenaline, cortisol, and DHEA, which is another and andosterone. There's norepinephrine and insulin. So at this point, the fatigue is mild, and you could turn to just caffeinated drinks or energy sh shots or whatever it might be. Stage two is the dismay response. So now our bodies have been under severe stress and our cortisol levels are going to continue to elevate and our DHEA will decrease. So you can still be doing normal things um, and the fatigue just kind of hangs on a little bit longer. Uh, it can take a little bit longer to feel rested um, and our stress response system will begin to feel an overload and the effects are going to start affecting our adrenals at this point. So symptoms might begin in your body like digestive issues, jitterness, jitteriness, body aches, irritability, nervousness, depression, sleep patterns, um, elevated blood pressure, okay? Have you ever heard the term like wired but tired? Have you ever heard that? You're going to develop a relationship with caffeinated drinks or coffee as I sip my coffee, right? And the thyroid gland is also connected here. Just a little tidbit. Stage three, this is like meet the resistance, okay? So your endocrine system during this phase is going to focus more on producing stress hormones. So you're going to have a lack of enthusiasm. You could get infections, restlessness, um, your quality of life is almost going to take a dip and anxiety and exhaustion are going to show up here. Your body is going to try to conserve energy while you're not getting enough cortisol. And this adrenal exhaustion begins this catabolic phase, right? In which our muscle tissue breaks down in order to produce that energy because we feel like we don't have enough energy. 
The last one, stage four, is this burnout and crash. Okay. Most never reach this phase of total failure, but our adrenal glands don't function properly. And at that point, little can be done to restore the body's homeostasis. And this is complete like lack of drive, depression, restlessness, anxiety. Okay. Like no interest in surroundings. So you can see how easily that can take a turn if you are not paying attention to your root center. If your center is open and undefined, make sure you're being aware and conscious of what pressures you're taking in. And if your center is defined and you have that pressure, make sure you're putting the pressure into the right things so you don't overwhelm and burn out. Both of these, like you have so much power in just knowing whether it's defined or undefined. So make sure that you're being good to your body, okay? Pay attention to your stress levels and figure out a way, whether it's meditating or exercise or just figure out a good way, reading a book, lighting a candle, figure out a good way for you to let the stress out. Don't keep continuing to hold it in. Let it out. There is a freebie in the show notes. Um, I've created some affirmations that you can work on. You can put them on your phone. You can put them on your screensaver, write them out in your journal and your notebook. Um, but I've created some affirmations for you in the show notes. So go check them out. And I hope you don't have this fatigue issue. But if you do, if you are experiencing a level of fatigue, it's all in your root. It's all in your root. We are able to get rid of that stress in healthy ways um, where you're not going to burn out. You're not going to be fatigued. Just pay attention to if your center is open or closed. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Be By Design. I hope this was helpful for you um, in, in figuring out what the root of your fatigue might be. Um, this is connected in other areas as well. So thanks for hopping on today. If this was helpful, make sure that you like, subscribe, share it with your friends so that they can find the root of their fatigue and um, just keep, keep on showing up. Thank you for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. And the rooster did end up leaving. So I don't know. It worked out. <laughs> Y'all have a good day and I'll see you next time on Be By Design.